0: playing his air broom over there
1: <laughs> it's something primal when you get a broom or something in your hand you
0: just <laughs> yeah. you see, walk by the door no i missed it like what is he doing but you
1: can't help yourself man especially if there's a good riff on the radio you just yeah who
0: knows what's on out there it's on the 80s channel for sure yeah it's
1: uh it's a good mix always <laughs> always And with that, we're back on The Stack. John and Joe, I don't know about you, but that seemed to hit a little different today. That sounded really good in my ears. Uh, I think that means we're going to have
0: a good episode, man. It means we can actually talk about pickleball. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, which is always I good. don't get to do as much as I'd like it these days.
1: No, yeah. it's a bit of a madhouse. Uh, shoot, just trying to figure out the weather anymore is yeah. job enough. Uh, we've got a 64-degree day here in Virginia as we record this, but... Uh, We've got a lot to talk about today, a little bit of national news, a little bit of local news, great line call uh, with the Program coordinator of Duper Collegiate Pickleball, which is going to be something that John will touch on more later about the event being hosted here at Performance Pickleball. But as we do, let's move right into the skinny. This is where we take a look at some national headlines, bring it back home a little bit, or some things that are going on here in the local area. But uh, let's get off, let's start off with this pickleball scam. Uh, This is making the rounds right now, and I think it's really appropriate because you and I talked about this way back when we were still in the food hall uh, doing this show. and Six weeks ago. <laughs> way back. <laughs> uh, we were talking about how the landscape of pickleball was growing so fast, and eventually you're going to see some, not negatives, but some, some, some bad things that c- could happen in terms of scams and things like that. And, and here we are. Uh, there was a company called All About Pickleball a.k.a. Pickleball Rocks, a company based out of Indiana specializing in selling apparel and equipment. You see a lot of these ads on Instagram and other social media outlets. <clears throat> but in addition to other things, uh, this gentleman, his last name is Grubbs, allegedly told multiple investors their slot was the last available one, thereby misrepresenting the size and true nature of the investment opportunity. Many of Grubbs's investors have not been paid, many Uh, apparel and equipment have not been delivered as well. Uh, So now they are going through the legal process. This gentleman, of course, is probably not gonna come out on the good end of all of this. So I say all that to bring it here to Performance Pickleball and and obviously you can give your thoughts on the story in, in general, but What's it like for a performance uh, in a, in a an environment where everybody's trying to get a piece of this pickleball pie? How does that process look when other companies want to get involved and maybe be in the pro shop here at PPB RVA?
0: Well, yeah, it's not as complicated for us in terms of vetting partners and things of that nature because. We're not franchised and don't intend to, um, you know, we may expand, but we'll always control those partnerships ourselves. And that just keeps your circle tight in terms of who the decision makers are and who you choose to do business with. On the other side of that, you know, we made a pretty conscious decision in the pro shop in particular, um, you know, Selker, Keola. Carbon, they're established names in the business. Um, this wasn't fly-by-night operations that we were ordering from. Um, you know, we continue to do that. We definitely have some local flair to it. And those are people that we know personally. And we've had hands on their products. and. Um, you know, know that they're legit. Honestly, it's more the other way. And because of stories like the one that you were just talking about, and certainly there'll be a, a few that are probably like that. Because anytime there's money or there's any competition, there's going to be someone that's going to try to game that system. Uh, it's an unfortunate reality of human nature. It really has nothing to do with pickleball, um, and you know, every aspect of business and politics and anything else, sports has seen that over the course of the years. So uh, like anything else, there is a st- not a skepticism, but there are layers of security that those companies have to put in. And again, not specific to pickleball, it's just when you aren't established, like we weren't and had an established a track record of paying for the inventory that we're ordering, you know, they'll put you on what they call credit card terms, where you're essentially paying up front for the paddles that you're ordering or the balls or the shoes or whatever the case may be. A- until such time as you do have that history and then they'll put you on net terms where they can invoice you and you know that you're going to pay it uh, and you're a reputable place and a place that's you know functioning as a business and isn't just some pop-up uh, or P.O. box that's masquerading as a business so it's not a complicated process. I hope I'm not making it sound that way. Everyone that we deal with has been remarkably easy to work with mm-hmm. and, and now that we have those vendor accounts established it's pretty simple for us to reorder and uh, you know see what's selling, see what's not and, and all those usual things you would do in any sort of retail situation. And then as we get a little uh, traction under, you know, merchandising and those things, I've started taking meetings with you know, smaller companies that are gaining a foothold, Holbrook, for example, um, I love what they did or have done. We've known of them. You know, they they did the same thing. They wanted to see what we were going to look and feel like when we opened and we kind of met. And we are going to have some of their product line shortly nice. um, in the pro shop, things like that. And you know, I just take the meetings as they come. You know, I actually met today um, with a CBD company that makes, um, you know, the pain relief yeah. um you know, who knows if we'll actually put them in the shop, but it's, you know, it's worth taking those meetings and see what's a fit.
1: So in, in your all's example so far, or in your experience so far, has it been more of you reaching out to companies or them reaching out to you, 50-50 split? What what do you guys, if you are reaching out, what do you look for? Why would you think that, okay, we get Yola, Selkirk, we get the you know, the ones that are well-established, but beyond that, what would make you want to reach out to a company?
0: Well, I'll take you through a few that we have as venue sponsors and partners, and all of our partnerships are multi-level, where you know they're receiving things, we're receiving things, and we've put together a package that we think is mutually beneficial for everyone, and it has been... Almost 50 50. When you look at Ortho, Virginia, who was our first anchor partner, as we call it, it was such a natural fit that I had gone out when we were Lasers Ladybug Society, which we still are, but we were hosting tournaments in a nonprofit space, um, you know, and just asked them, got to the right person. And, you know, they had heard of pickleball. They didn't know much about it at the time, but they knew that it was big and, you know, obviously fits their demographics. And we did a small partnership for our tournaments last year in 2023 and worked out great. We felt like we overdelivered in terms of the assets in the partnership. They felt that way too. It was a natural conversation starter when performance came on the table and it blossomed into a much bigger deal. NeighborForce, which I'm hoping people are learning about, we're going to do the legwork to educate you on what is an amazing program of it's essentially a big brother, big sister program for senior citizens, um, and I encourage them to look you up. They looked us up. As, you know, they were doing some of their diligence wanting to get into pickleball, same thing. They knew that a lot of the demographics fit their target perfectly. Right. Um, And I believe just went to pickleball brackets and saw what tournaments were coming up in Virginia and happened to reach out to me again uh, in my role with the Ladybugs. And then that carried over here. Now that we know them personally and all those things, Skechers reached out to me uh, just randomly an uh, mm-hmm. in, in inquiry through the info account. And quickly we discovered that there was a marriage to be made there and it's blown up into this awesome partnership already. Yeah. Um, and, and on and on it goes. Mm-hmm. I won't bore you with all the details, but it, you know, it's... It's, you know, you get in a room or you get in a virtual room and you have a conversation and you see the ones that fit. They felt we were fit. We felt they were fit. And the ones that you don't, uh, don't assume (laughs) that we decided, you know, against some of the the more well-known commodities. But, you know, we have had a lot of those conversations where it's like, eh, it's not nothing negative. It's just doesn't kind of fit the vibe. But that's allowed us to have here uh, because we're not a large sports franchise that really uh, lives or dies off sponsorship. Um, it's great partnerships. We can be selective in terms of what we make available. Signage, you'll notice at performance, like we have some large-scale signage, but it's not all over the place and it's not tacky, uh, I don't believe. And also, you can custom things. Everyone you know, always asks, can you send me your sponsor deck? Can you send me this rate card? Uh, the answer is always no. Uh, we don't have that. I've never made it um, because what fits for one generally doesn't fit for the other Correct. and this is not a novel concept you know corporate salesmen and women have developed this uh but it's the way we operate and i will add <coughs> all credence onto the customized model uh i
1: i believe that even at the joe hutchler media model i get inquiries all the time of just give me a base this base that what do you need what do you want that's going to de- de- change the price based on uh, what those things are. So I can't just say here's what it is across the board because it seems like when you're working in uh, something like I am where you have weddings, you have athletics, you have um, other conferences you want people want filmed, you can't just say here's a flat all the way across the board this will work for you
0: well it's a funny story because when you and I met and you know you we were going to use your services for some of our things we never talked rate. Right, I just said <laughs> I and when you I sent the first one. invoice I was like how much <laughs> is this going to be because I knew you had been there a lot um, yeah, and most yeah. people in your line of work work hourly <laughs> and the long the, the short version of that story is that Joe uh, at that time was undervaluing his services thankfully for us
1: I'm getting better I'm getting a little I bit know, a little I know I better all the time <laughs> 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 uh, hey, let's uh, let's get going here to uh, our interview for the week. The line call. Hunter A- Iono from the uh, collegiate level of Duper. He's the collegiate program coordinator. I'll let you uh, lead into this with information that you want people to have before the interview starts and then obviously we'll
0: dive right in. Well, you know, Hunter himself is a very, you can tell, ambitious young man, and he is young. He's a great representative of the collegiate game because he's a year maybe removed (laughs) from the college experience himself uh, and still going after some of those secondary degrees, Um, and he's enthusiastic. I, I think he's a great ambassador for what Duper is at the moment. and what we've seen and what we continue to see in pickleball is fortune favors the bold and duper has been that and they did over the last year or plus a phenomenal job of marketing what duper could be um, what the game needed what the sport needed in terms of a universal rating system um, and now that it's an accepted term and it's an accepted rating system they're building that ship as they're sailing it and it's getting better and better and better and you see them smartly positioning themselves within the younger generations of the game while still catering to the original generations of the game uh, or the sport and they're a natural obvious growth partner for us and you know it's a three way relationship that also involves pod play right we were a duper club one of the reasons we decided to go with pod play is because they're duper integrated and working on that where um you know to let you behind the curtain i know there has been some frustrations with our rollout of technology and that much like duper i know there's been some frustrations with why aren't these matches entering and you ran the tournament um and it's because it's actively being built and processed but uh, we have the faith um in Duper and PodPlay, and they have the faith in us to actively put it in the field um, that we know we're going to get there, and where they're getting is, is pretty darn exciting. Um, and where they're coming, literally, is here. Uh, March 22nd and 23rd for the Duper Virginia Collegiate Regionals uh, which is exactly as it sounds it's just exciting collegiate level pickleball all the top schools uh, in this region uh, will be here competing and as Hunter will tell us it's going to be loud it's going to (laughs) be festive it's going to be a party it's going to be youthful Um, and then that usually leads to a lot of fun.
1: Yes it does I'm really looking forward uh, to that and I like what you said about those companies that are actively building and integrating the best ones in the course of history have been the ones that constantly innovate so i have good feeling about pod play duper and of course performance pickleball here's hunter iono on the line call
2: settle in relax give me a call
0: It is line call time, and, of course, we've got a big event coming up here in March, the Duper Virginia Regionals on the collegiate level, and we bring in Hunter Iono, Hunter, you and I have been chatting back and forth, but before we get to what's coming here, let's just talk some Duper in general. Uh, massive announcement this morning for the platform and for the company, and you guys got all kinds of great things going on at the collegiate level. Uh, what's it like right now in terms of the pace and how things are coming into the focus and fitting into the picture for you guys?
2: You know, it's it's funny. Um... In Duper, we we have an inside joke between all the employees. I mean, it's it's basically, buckle up, we're on a rocket ship ride. And that's kind of been like the pace that Duper's been going at. Um, Everyone is just moving fast, experiencing such huge growth in their verticals or whatever product they're working on. I mean, it really is just truly an exciting time to be, be in Duper right now.
1: Yeah, to add on to that, uh, let's go through the impetus or the the reason for even having this. What was the the reason in Duper's mind to go this far into collegiate pickleball, uh, not just the rating system, but being such a crucial sponsor to being able to give younger the younger generation, the future of pickleball, a platform to be competitive uh, and have a similar experience to other college athletes?
2: Yeah, so I mean, Duper really pioneered this space, I feel like Um, in 2022, Duper hosted the the first ever collegiate national championship in Dripping Springs, um, Dreamland Ranch, if you're familiar with that, kind of like the birthplace of of MLP, I believe, Um, and that was just such a huge hit. there were 16 teams attending, had over 150 players, and that was with nothing, like no collegiate events, no sort of infrastructure set up, and still teams from all over the country flew in, competed, had just an amazing weekend. And I think that really set the tone and and really showed Duper that, I mean, this is, this is something special that we've stumbled on. Um, collegiate pickleball is like the perfect mix of so many different things, perfect mix of um of one, accessibility. Obviously pickleball is just such an accessible sport. Two, college kids when they compete and they play for something, it's it's more so than just, you know, prize money or whatever. They play for school pride. They play for the love of the sport. And that sort of drive I think really is like what is behind collegiate pickleball right now. And what what is a main driving factor.
0: Hunter, you mentioned it feels like you're on a rocket ship ride. We can relate to that here at performance Pickleball, where we have a saying you know we're building the ship and sailing it at the same time uh and I know at times you know we run into stuff and uh we we go over things how have you guys seen you know I, for example we just hosted a tournament a couple of weeks ago and the duper results went in in real time that of course hadn't been the case uh, up until recently like you say uh, the pieces are starting to fit into that puzzle as it's come together and that rocket ship has really started to showcase what it's capable of i have to imagine there's a lot of gratification within your offices
2: yeah i mean absolutely and and honestly like i said it, it, with the, the rocket ship mentality, it's kind of hard to keep up sometimes um, You know, with, with our new API partners, with, with ongoing talks with different companies, different brands. I mean, we just are currently, it's like win after win after win for our team. And it's, it's just so exciting. Like everyone is just riding the high right now.
1: Let's go back a little bit into your story and, and also uh, your Pickleball story, but also how you got into the role you currently have with Duper, what what is that process like for you? So go back and say, okay, this is how I was introduced to pickleball. And then was there something that told you, I want to be involved a little bit more than just playing the sport?
2: Um, yeah, guys, I, I won't lie. I, I started off kind of as a pickleball hater. Um, <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. You know, it's it's tough to admit now, especially seeing where, where I'm at, you know, what, what I'm doing now that, you know, I, I kind of base my living off of this. Um, <clears throat> so I was first introduced to pickleball in, I mean, I heard about it and all that, but in 2021, I was a student at Utah Tech University and I was walking on campus one day and someone came up and approached me and asked if I wanted to come to a pickleball club night. And I said, no, um, walked away. Didn't see that guy for a while until I met him again, in the library. I or he was in one of my classes um, and he gave me the offer again. I figured, all right, you know, might as well go check it out. And then probably everyone can relate to this. The first time I went and played, I mean, I was hooked. I, I caught the bug. I wanted to keep playing and playing. And so I got more involved with the collegiate club at Utah Tech University. Um, after a while in 2022, I stepped into a leadership role there. And, you know, we just started building that club like crazy, building a team. We start off with maybe 20, 30 students showing up a night. We expanded that to 100 students minimum showing up a night. We had 500 students on roster. We were traveling all across the country to play in duper tournaments and events. And that was just so much fun. And I like I really felt like I found a passion there. It was something I was able to channel my skills, my focus, but it was also just having fun at the same time. And, like, when you have that combination, it's just it's hard to say no to.
0: Yeah, and it's amazing how often we hear similar stories from campuses. Virginia Tech here, for example, you know, will be represented in the collegiate regionals for sure, U- University of Virginia, Randolph-Macon, the list goes on and on locally, but it's the same or similar journey in terms of their club's evolution. And it also coincides nicely, I think, with the Duper evolution in terms of one really helping the other uh, to take off. For people that don't know, and we'll talk about this and start pumping it up big time, uh, the Virginia Collegiate Regional will be here March 22nd, 23rd. Uh, Hunter, I, I want to let our people know, like people that are going to come watch and, and take part in the festival that's going to be, what are they in for? I know it's an exceptionally spirited weekend when you host these events.
2: I mean, it's, it's going to be fun. It's going to be loud. It's going to be competitive. Um, and it's going to be everything that you want in a collegiate event. I feel like, um, to put it in perspective a little bit, like I said, 2022 was only strictly a national championship. One event, one and done. 23, last year, we introduced regionals where we made a system, created a system where in order to get a bid to go to nationals, you had to at least place top two in a regional tournament um, across the country. For 24, we're now just basically increasing it. I mean, more money, more teams, more competition, uh, more everything. So our super regionals, um, I'm really, really excited for. Coming up in in Illinois next weekend, we have our first super regional of the of the season, and that super regional alone already has seventeen teams um, you know, more than 100 student athletes, it's, it's turning out to be bigger than any event that we ran last year besides the national championship. So setting that tone and just the growth that we're seeing at the very start of this year from last season, I mean, it's a very good sign for what we can expect at the other super regionals, what we can expect in Virginia, which is a powerhouse area Um, you know, hosting great teams right around the corner from each other. Virginia is going to be huge and more than excited, especially at at a great location like uh, Performance Pickleball.
1: Uh, Of course, we're talking about these college teams, and some people will just hear the word college athletics and think of NCAA. NCAA. That's not the case yet uh, at this point. So if there is a school uh, or some members, you know, athletes, or just regular students, if you will, that are interested and in, they got a couple people or maybe even 10 or more people that are be interested in something like this, how does that process work? How does a school get involved and be kind of um, in a way, for lack of a better word, sanctioned with Duper Collegiate Pickleball and be able to participate in these types of events?
2: Yeah, I mean, honestly, all you need is just four students that are interested in competing at a school to come compete at one of our events. Um, we we try and keep the barrier the barrier to entry as low as possible to get as many schools as many people interested. Um, you know, we don't we don't require you to have a full fledged club or a club sport or uh, or anything like that. I mean, obviously. You know, as you progress and build pickleball on your campus, those are natural steps and natural events that will occur. But even if you start with, with enough students that are taking at least six credits that want to come and compete, represent your school, we'll take you. You know, we'll more than happy to have you. More than happy to have you come compete, get that experience, showcase your school a little bit. Um, if if you're one of those students and you want to want to come compete with us. You know, send us an email to uh, college at myduper.com, hunter at myduper.com. Send us a DM on Instagram, you know, whatever you want. Find me on Instagram personally. Send me a DM. I'll get you set up. Um, as long as that desire is there and, and you know, the student requirements are, are set and checked off, more than happy to have it.
1: And what better way to grow it than being in tournaments, right? And then four people going and maybe being successful, uh, and they can tell other people at their school to be involved with this. That's really cool.
0: Yeah, it really, really is. And, you know, Hunter, just to let people know, Duper reached out to us, and I think I said yes in about a half a second. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we're just really excited. You've, you guys, of course, are integrating with PodPlay, who we're integrated with here, and it's just going to be, I think, uh, a great opportunity to showcase the growth of, of all the things that are involved. And, Hunter, we can't uh, say we, we thank you so much and are, are so very looking forward to March. We wish it was here already. But we know you got a lot of big things between now and then, and wish you luck with all of those, and We'll talk to you again soon.
2: Okay, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. We'll see you in March for sure.
0: Once again, a big
1: performance. Thank you to Hunter Iono, the uh, collegiate program director or coordinator, I should say, of Duper Collegiate Pickleball. And uh, with that, let's move on to game point. Let's wrap this puppy up. And John, uh, any bulletin board material as far as announcements, things to keep in mind, reminders for folks when they're in here as members or not, all those things run down the list for us.
0: Yeah, again, there's just so much going on and evolving. And as we continue day by day and week by week, we're continuing to implement and just insert our programming i think i mentioned last week we were at about 60 percent of what we wanted to put in and you know we continue to add to that as our first session our winter league sessions continue to move through that phase so i'm going to walk out of this podcast recording into a meeting about what we want to put online uh in terms of drink and food specials and things that you see at restaurants right happy hours uh, wine wednesday heck yeah um you know game day specials whatever the case may Stuff be for leagues maybe yeah league special we actually put that in last night thanks for <laughs> reminding me of that uh <laughs> flatbread and any uh any beer of your choice for ten dollars for all of our league players who are listening. Yeah. Uh, that's good all day the day of your league um so just things like that you know we we sprinted to get the doors open and did um and there are so many things that are remaining to to be put in until we're full go and The good news is I've been very pleased with uh, the level of operation to this point, the level of education for ourselves um, and for our members. And, you know, the tweaks I think people already noticed that we've made to the schedule. We knew that there was going to be some adjustment. You kind of put it out there and the customers, in this case, the players will tell you what they want. And certainly they have. And we've responded the best that we can. Um, But the big next thing is putting in all of our instructional programming, um, which Tyen is actively working on doing. We love our coaching roster. Uh, We love the diversity that we have um, in terms of what we can teach, how we can teach it, who we can teach it to. Um, that, of course, for people that have been reaching out includes clinics at all levels. Um, it's gonna include the JMA experience, uh, which I'm not prepared for, but I know there are <laughs> people out there like you that are, um, you know, youth clinics. Um, you know, you name it, we got USTA leagues starting with Rachel Roney directing in March. We've got our spring leagues that are about to come up for um, registration in the next few days. And, you know, for those that were curious, you didn't have mixed to the first time. They'll be mixed in this one. You didn't have high level play this day or this time. You'll see that as that diversity continues. And then I'm extremely excited about our community series, which is six one-day events slash tournaments that we've agreed to uh, host for all to benefit local causes. So Caritas Paddle Battle is the first one up on those. And I do want to let people know if I haven't messaged this well, what they are is it's essentially a three-day tournament packed into one day. And it doesn't mean that it's going to be any less seamless than our full-scale tournaments. just means that we're limiting the number of events. And, and of course, in one day, you can't have nearly the number of participants. So for the Caritas, for example, a full field would be roughly 100 players Uh, gender doubles in the morning and mixed doubles in the afternoon, and it's going to be awesome. And on and on it goes. Um, And as we have these events come and we program and plan them, I think you'll notice that we're continuing to put in other elements uh, to our operation.
1: That's what I love, too, is these are all learning moments for you as a player, those of you that are listening, but also for us putting it on. We're going to learn things that are more efficient over time, uh, and pieces that will be make this place even better than it already is. Uh, also, just a shameless plug here, we've got recycling bins for your sad pickleballs now. Uh, so the sad bin is gone. There are two recycling bins. They're white. They're in the main little uh, walkway. You can toss those cracked balls into there. There's also one uh, near the main entrance or exit, whichever way you're going. People, so I think, were
0: hoarding their cracked pickleballs because the second you put those out there, I went and checked like two. <laughs> minutes later, and there was like twenty in there. yeah, I like don't know
1: what was going on, but I, I'm glad uh, that that's being taken care of. It is a reputable source. As far as how they're actually going to be recycled, uh, that is one thing on the environmental level. Just like tennis balls, right? Pickleballs are really difficult to uh, decompose over time. So, John, thanks for the updates and what's to come up. Don't forget to follow Performance on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. It's PPBRVA for that. And, of course, as always, stay involved here on Spotify and Apple Podcasts by following the show and sharing it. With others. We we'll back next week, right here, same time, same location where you're listening. Until then, I'm Joe, he's John. Take it easy.